Welcome to Dreaming Back to the Earth. My name is Mary Kay Casper, and I am co-host with Katrina Dreamer, a podcast dedicated to exploring the concept that our dreams and their wisdom are a path to our soul-rooted relationship to self and earth. And in this podcast, I'm going to go solo. And the theme is focusing on the concept and experience of nurturing touch and how the dream can bring us to a place of healing. Nurturing touch can soothe, evoke, calm, surprise, reassure, welcome, and awaken our senses. When was the last time any of us had the experience of nurturing touch? When was the last time you were hugged with the gift of being held? And in this time of pandemic where touch is separate and not in some cases allowed because of the possibility of being exposed to COVID, the issues surrounding nurturing touch can even be more um, challenging and affect us on a really deep level. And for many of us beyond the COVID experience, the sensations of the bodies, the opportunities of feeling healthy, nurturing touch have been lost due to trauma, physical poverty, negligence, and even just the lack of healthy touch in our lives. We have forgotten our bodies, the wild primal sensual experience of what it feels like to be in a, a physical form. And many of us in Western society live in a culture of trauma as William St. Sarah speaks of in Coming Back to Consciousness. We have learned to navigate our bodies through a phobic touch culture um, based in fear, liability, sex, and trauma. The needs of our bodies are treated only with the immediacy and or not treated at all. Touch in a healthy, nurturing way has become a luxury or a tool for hurt. We are plagued with aches and pains, fatigue, depression, addiction, anxiety, loneliness, and all forms of illness on top of the physical trauma that people have experienced around abuse, sexual assault, and harassment. And we experience this even when we're in relationship to others on a deep and loving way. And so the absence of nurturing touch can happen to us on a regular basis. And the greater the detachment from the physical self, the more embedded that separation becomes. And I think what also happens is that what is elicited in us is this sense of desire and struggle for that touch that we have been unable to manifest in our lives. And it just becomes a vicious cycle. We become afraid of our bodies, their vibrations, their temperatures, their pulsations, rhythm, throbs, movement, and weight, which are oftentimes instead appraised as some kind of illness to be altered or eliminated. And compounding this, societal norms and expectations reinforce that contempt we develop from the shell of our being and its desires within. On a more universal scale, 
this separation from our body also contributes to our separation from our earthly body and our connection to the earth. How can we be in relationship to the soil and the plants and the trees, our domestic animals like cats and dogs and other beings if we cannot be in our own physical knowing and the experience of that? How often do we feel our bare feet on the grass or acknowledge the water that envelops us while we're sitting? I am gliding through the warm, embracing wetness. My body pulls up and then dives deep. I swim through pockets of warm and coolness, triggering incredible sensations. I feel embraced with a blanket of smooth lightness, soft and inviting. I am alive, awake to every micro experience of being held and loved. When I rise up from the waters, I feel refreshed. And as her essence drips from every inch of my skin, I yearn to be back in her embrace. I long to be held again in the liquid womb of the earth, mother's waters. A dream that I had many years ago that really brings to light that experience of being touched and actually brought awake my desire to be swimming a lot and to feel that blanket that embraces me. And yet the visceral detachment of heart, body, and mile and mind left me exiled from the wholeness of my own life in terms of being connected to my body and the relationship to others. Um, and for me, it was also physical, emotional, and spiritual trauma that provided the substance for this association and depersonalization from my body and my relationship to others um, when I was a young girl. Um, for me, starting at the age of 10 and maybe younger, my body became the stuff of disengagement and pain. It was this alien body of a shell that I was unfamiliar with and indifferent to all the sensations of its pleasure. And at the core of that disassociation, I felt that the only way to survive the trauma was to distance myself from my body and in my body in relationship to others. And that's how I navigated myself into the adult world. And so in its place, that detachment kind of absorbed a deeper separation that I have wanted to call like a nerve displacement between the physical feeling and the knowing. It was like my nerves were disconnected so that when I touched my body or someone else touched me, I, instead of feeling this love, I felt uncertainty and pain or even a numbness. Um, and so that also kind of brought me to a place of disconnection and, and the desire to be disconnected. Um, and yet at the same time, the yearning that my body was feeling oftentimes arose. And so there was this kind of struggle between the fear 
of being touched and the desire to be touched. So that when I was touched, I felt kind of like a, a rejection of it. And, um, and I wonder how many people in the world experience this on a regular basis. And with the COVID crisis, I feel like there's even more of a disconnect unknowingly. It's like a, a global trauma that's happening to all of us. One that we struggle to, to heal and probably won't for many of us until we have reached the other side of what's gonna transpire as a relation to this COVID challenge that is upon us. And yet thankfully with the assistance of my dreams and dream work and opportunities to be connected to small groups of people. And many of us have what we call COVID pods that we can actually have, if not briefly or momentarily, this sense of connectedness to others. My dreams in particular have seeked to guide me back to the reunification of my soul essence in my physical body. They have worked through their metaphors and stories and mythologies that are awakened from the work that I do with my dreams to heal the trauma that have caused that disassociation. And touch has been a primal experience in my dreams to heal that separation whether it has been through the passionate embrace of a lover in a dream or the furry arms of mother bear pulling me in or the sensual experience of being embraced by water as I swim underneath the surface. The dream offers the physicality of touch on a most intimate and profound level with other humans and with the earth. It is here in my slumber that the dream awakens my remembering, anchoring me in the sensation of the body's flesh and its needs. Through the practice of working with my dream, I can tap into the trust that's needed to feel the sensual loving touch of another in waking life as a guide. It's as if I'm awakened from a long dream and I begin to notice the electricity that is long to be released in my body. It's here for the first time. I feel the give and take of touch energy within my body as it undergoes a shift in perspective. I believe that the body, that the body is the gate through which we can interact with reality. It is this physical form that is like the vessel for all this energy that wants to be in the world. And it's almost like a threshold, a gateway for that, that energy to be acted out in the world, for my spirit to be acted. And it is so unique in its essence for each one of us. And it definitely provides the form that allows me 
to share the intentions of my consciousness. And without this vessel, obviously it would be energy and chaos or that's what I suppose. Just as our soul needs attention, so does the amazing and incredible design container of our body that is the skin, the bones, the muscles, the nerves, the organs and the blood. The physical body needs attention, nurturing, caressing. It needs caring so that it can thrive and support the labor of that mind and soul. And the dream holds that place in us that creates the opportunity for that energy to be ignited. If we're willing to not just be with the dream story when we awaken, but to work with that, that dream story. Because loving and nurturing touch heals us. It opens us. It releases us. And it connects us on a very, very deep level to the essence of who we are. It is one of the first sensations we engage in the womb upon birth. And, and how this is connected to the earth is that we can feel the air, the water, and the hands reaching to call us forth into this waking world. Touch wakes us up and demands that we be aware of the world around us because we have no choice but to heed its call in order to be awake to the world. We are touching on an, an every moment level. And whether it's the tap of a cat's paw in waking life to wake us up in the morning or a hand grasping our hand in welcome, or maybe even our hand opening a door or washing us in the shower, we are touching ourselves as, whether, as well as we are touching everything around us. And how we are in that touch awakens us and heals us. And that impact of that touch is not just for that place of that touch. It becomes like a pool of water that has a stone or pebble that's dropped in it. That touch spreads out, impacting everything. It affects the pain of our living and dying as its energy is carried along our skin, being absorbed within our blood and bones and then released when we are held and comforted. Titch is so powerful. And so without touch from birth to dying, we will not fully experience the aliveness and the essence of our own being. And we may not truly know love. Beyond words, touch is the greatest means to communicate both our struggle and our love. It is a gesture that offers connection between all aspects of life on this planet. Through the work of my dreams, its guidance offers a nudge to approach the vulnerability and potency of touch in waking life. It is here from the dream to waking life that I can see the prophetic wisdom of the body's intuition and its persistent yearning to be understood and engaged. It is here, this wisdom demands my attention to liberate my body from the chains of bondage observed in rigidity, numbness or constant pain, to reunite all aspects of the embodied self 
And by the embodied self, I mean all of who we are on a physical, emotional, and spiritual level. It is here with the support and guidance of my dream that I discover the freedom of expression and movement in waking life. Where I am held in companionship with the space of connection and touch where I can learn to navigate my needs as I dance alone with my body or in relationship to others. Where I can map out and understand the triggers that hold me in fear and release the pain that tightens my ability to feel and respond to touch. It is where I can abandon a certain level of control and perfect and protective willfulness as a way of dropping into a natural form of moving and touching. It is where I can meet and make peace with the act and sensations of touch, where I can become the point of understanding proximity and engagement of my own self and others on a deeper level. It is here where I can begin to navigate that place of belonging, wandering the landscape to discover the space around me and within me. Because I wanna, I wanna say that again, that I can begin to navigate the place of belonging because touch also is a part of belonging. Touch helps me to connect to myself and that sense of belonging as well as my connection to the land and to others. And the dream can help me learn how to pay attention first to my body's responses when I am ill and when I am in desire. It can help me to pay attention to what my needs are and my needs in relationship to individuality and connection. For all of my hesitation and caution, when I drop into the experience of being touched, this triggers alive my ability to receive and transmit the sexual loving and relational knowing of this human physical experience called life. And I remember within that, this instinctual element that allows me to become, again, to say to become in relationship to my deepest knowing. I recently had a dream. I am sitting at the edge of a wall leaning up against it, almost in a fetal position. I am approached by a group of five women. In unison, they each re out, reach out their arms, asking if they can touch me. I am feeling fear and desire. I nod yes. They know that I am afraid and they act with tenderness. Each with their hands holds space on my shoulders, my head and my back. I can feel their hands against my body. And I have the experience of being welcomed home. And in my dream work, 
I begin to understand the fear of being touched in that moment when they approach me. And I feel into the associations and the memories that bring on that fear. And then in the healing moment, in waking life, I let myself visualize and feel into that moment of being touched. That visual, visceral moment of feeling touched. And the other piece to it is that experience of being with women where some of my trauma has happened and some of the love has happened. And so I, I let myself be in that moment, feeling their love for me. And I take that moment and I work with it in my waking life, a place of connecting to my own body a place of waking up through touch. And one practice that I have brought into my life as a result of that particular dream is to have the experience of touch myself by taking my hand and putting it up against my face and letting myself in that moment feel my hand against my face. Not a quick movement, but just let it be there and feel what it's like to touch my own body. And I can do this with my shoulder, with my head, with my legs, with my tummy, just taking my hand and feeling what it feels like to touch my own body. And this has been a stepping out point for me in my own work of healing, my relationship to my body and my relationship to touch, how it relates to others. I'd like to end with a, a poem that I wrote many years ago around this topic. The touch of love triggers the soul alive, brings pressure to a heart once forgotten. Touch me as you drift past, let the surface of your palm brush against my shoulder. Let the pressure leave its aliveness. Let the tingle of wakefulness spread out like electric lightning throughout the body. Make certain we are known to each other through this touch. Touch me knowing you are bringing me alive again. Touch me, give hope to the energy of the meeting of two souls. As always with these podcasts, we like to leave you with an exercise. And as I mentioned, um, one exercise could be to work with a dream where you are being touched and to do that experience on your own. Again, I want to acknowledge we are in the middle of a pandemic, but it doesn't stop you from feeling touch. And you can do that 
by touching your own body or looking for a dream that you've had where an animal or a being in nature, that there's some kind of physical contact and you can work with that contact in waking life. Again, I wanna reemphasize the fact that it needs to be a non-trauma moment. So something that in the dream you felt um, something positive, something healthy, something nurturing or nourishing, and you bring that into your waking life. I mean, it can also be um, eating food too and taking the moment to experience a particular food. We have the tendency to eat really fast, to fill again, to feel that urgent need to fill us up. What would it be like to just take, take an apple or whatever you desire and really enjoy eating and just eat it slowly and feel in your mouth what it feels like to eat that particular item. And I think if we do these kinds of exercises on a regular basis, we start opening up ourselves in the moment to a deeper sensation of physical aliveness. Again, taking that dream. And if it's nice outside to, you know, if you have a dream again with um, beings from the natural world that you can go outside and be with that being and taking again the dream and bringing it to life and doing that on a regular basis. Practice brings to life. The more we do something, the more we will embody it. So I wanna thank you for being with me and listening to this podcast. I wanna thank Katrina for being my co-host. And until we meet again, this is Dreaming Back to the Earth. Thanks.